Hello and welcome to Helios Blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Matthew Hussey talks about the secret to meeting high-value people. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. All right. Artist, I tend to attract gentlemen who ask me out who are beta. So that all... Right, beta is so bad, you know, so bad. A bottom 80% man, how could you dare to, to talk to me? These, these average girls, right, who believe that they deserve greater than, than average. What do you bring to the table to get a man who's better than beta? Can you even keep a man like that? They don't even consider that. Already implies a little bit of a hang back and wait kind of thing like i'm not going to be proactive in going and asking someone out or trying to make something happen no. with someone that i'm attracted to i'm going to hang back and see who's attracted to me and then you're not happy with who's coming over to you yeah it's frankly it's hilarious right these girls get more attention than most men will ever like 99.99 percent of men will ever get in their entire lives they get it all and then they complain about what they get without even understanding that you, you have to actually bring something to the table. So that to me almost, you know, sometimes I hear I, over the years, I've been doing this for 15 years now, over the years, I've dealt with a lot of people who, who feel like they're always attracting the wrong people. But what I later find is that those are the people they feel comfortable with. Yeah. No, what you later find is they're taking absolutely no accountability or responsibility for their own actions, outcomes, or anything like that. So they, in, they don't want to stick their neck out to talk to someone or try to attract someone who's more challenging or maybe doesn't need them as much or, you know, is more independent because that feels vulnerable that you know it's like that person could reject me you know this person who's driven motivated ambitious and kind that person has options and that person can reject you sorry to interrupt the video but no nope. and it's scary being around people that we feel like it's not in the bag it's not they don't need us for to be their caretaker uh they don't need us to be in the driver's seat. They don't need us for our financial status. When we're around someone who doesn't need all of the things that we have kind of come to use as our significance, that's scary. You know, I you start by saying you're independent, graduated from a great university, started a career and became a homeowner at a young age you saying those things early on in your email suggests to me that that you're a strong independent woman that doesn't need a man and you're entitled and probably you're above the age where you should be actually seeking men and you should already be married and have had kids and you've prioritized the wrong things in your life 
All right. Shitting time. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications, drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, Tom M, and Bobby. Shoutouts to you. Most recent Patreon follower. Thank you. Also, buy my books at bit.ly slash heliosbooks. Shoutouts to Curry Kid, most recent purchaser of Strategist Guide to Seduction. Thank you. Patreon is patreon.com slash the blog. Share this video. Support me on the podcast by clicking the description link. Just scroll down where it says support the show and click on the Buzzsprout link. All right, shitting is on. Let's continue. That's where you see a decent amount of your value. And when we see something... Yeah, I see as a woman, my value is that I'm a strong, independent career woman. So it's not that I'm fit, feminine, submissive, bedroom fun, loyal, and cooperative, and I have no children by other men. No, no. I have a career. I'm a PhD. I have six-figure salary. Therefore, Bill Gates, or the, no, sorry, Bill Gates isn't good enough. 30-year-old Bill Gates with a six-pack who's six foot five needs to get with me today. And nothing, nothing worse will do. Because I know my worth. Thing is our value, we often like to find people who will, who, who that value can create some kind of power with. Where does that give us power? Maybe it may sound like too evil a word, but where does it give me leverage? And those things, your great university, your career, your being a homeowner, it gives you a decent amount of leverage with people who need those things. Someone who is wants you to be a caretaker, someone who wants to take advantage of your financial position, someone who's looking for someone to look after them. Those things are going to be leveraged to them because that's what they feel they need. But somebody else who comes along and sees those things in you, if you're wearing those up front as your badges of honor, that's not going to attract them because that's not that's not what they need. They don't need to have those. There's no benefit to them other than being with someone that they see as, oh, th- this is a person who's also doing interesting things. We have some shared values. But basically, a lot of these girls that get into these situations... They don't understand, they get into this position. They don't understand that men and women are different and they value different things. And because they value different things, you can't do what men do to attract women to attract men. You can't do that because men aren't attracted to the same things that that women are. It's like saying, okay, I want to catch a fish. So, I'm going to jump in the water, put on my fins, and swim around and, and breathe water. That's not how you catch a fish. You go on a boat, you use your fishing rod, you use a lure, you use a net, you use a trawler, you whatever. Do you see what I'm saying, guys? That's what these girls are doing. They're saying... I want a man with tattoos, so I'm going to fill my body with tattoos. I want a biker, so I'm going to learn to drive a motorcycle and and get tattoos and shave my head. 
You're becoming the man that you want to attract instead of finding out what that man actually wants and becoming that. That's the problem. I want a businessman to marry. Therefore, I'm going to go to business school and be the best in my class and get a $150,000 per year career. And that will make him attracted to me. No, that will make you into that guy. When what he wants is 18 to 23 years old, fit, feminine, submissive, cooperative, and bedroom fund loyal, with no children, a nice girl, a girl that doesn't get around, as it were, a girl that will be on his program. Okay, let's continue. Achievement isn't shared values. The shared values are the drive, the motivation the the ambition which is goes back to my first point is be careful about asking for things that you have to make a distinction between the material and the values that you're yeah this is a disaster right like matthew is dancing around the point and he's not saying anything he's not actually telling girls what they should be doing which is don't worry about a strong independent career because the kind of man that you want doesn't care about a career anyway. He doesn't say that. He says whatever gobbledygook, esoteric garbage, hogwash this is. To make girls feel better. Looking for. You may be getting stuck with people that you don't want, but you're comfortable with. You may not want these beta guys who are caretakers and take the back seat, but you may be comfortable with those guys. Those guys might make you feel safe. You don't have to be vulnerable with those guys because those guys are not going to reject you. But someone who has these things you say you're looking for, they could reject you. And I want you to be honest with yourself and say, how much am I going over to making conversation with the kinds of people in the room who could reject me, who could decide that I'm not offering enough? How much am I doing that in my life? Am I even in the rooms where people like that are? Because I can say from... You can't get in the rooms that people like that are by being a strong, independent woman. I mean, you can, but they'll see you as a man. They won't see you as a girl they want to be with, right? Experience. You can feel like a big shot in life until you're in certain rooms. And and, and that doesn't... I'm not just talking about achievement here. I'm talking about intelligence. I'm talking about people with real wisdom or experience we can feel like we're so if, if we feel we're so smart and we're like really enamored with how smart we are we're probably not in rooms with people who are that smart that's exactly that's right exactly if you feel that you're like exactly no very very wise advice matthew very very wise statement there 
because there's there's definitely rooms you can go into where you just realize, oh my God, I am a Neanderthal. Like this is extraordinary what these people know or how sharp these people are. Like this is not, I'm, I no longer feel like my level of intelligence is impressive. There are rooms you can go into like that. So anytime someone says to me, I'm just always around people I'm not impressed by, I almost want to politely and warmly and compassionately suspect them and say, why is that? Because there are definitely rooms where you will not feel impressive. There are definitely rooms where people are doing more than you, have achieved a thousand times more than you, are much brighter than you, have much more experience than you, uh, need you a lot less than you need them. Yep. You know, like that, there are rooms like that. I'm not suggesting that you should spend your life in rooms like that, but if we're all... But it shows a lack of wisdom or understanding to say something like that. It, it, it Yeah, it, it shows actually lack of intelligence. Always finding that we're around people or being asked out by people who we're not that uh, impressed by, then something might be going on with us that we're continuing to put ourselves around these safe people. Right. While complaining that we're exactly. not around the kinds of people that would light us up. But deep... At a certain point, as Kevin Samuel says, at a certain point, you as a man of value who's try who has a who has a purpose, who has a goal, who's going somewhere, right? Who's trying to achieve great things. At a certain point, you're going to have to drop those people that are anchors, right? That are pulling you back, that are holding you back from this. At a certain point. That's what Matthew's getting at. Down, we're terrified of being rejected by. And the last thing that I'll say on all of this is I believe you when you say that you're very feminine, kind, fun to be around. But I think that it's important that you lead with those things. Uh, semantics, we think, you know, when you, when you look at uh, semantics in sentences, it's about the order of the words and the order of the words can completely change the meaning of a sentence. There's not only that, there's the concept of the medium is the message. So it's not only what people say, but how they say it, where they say it, the context that they say it, the timing of how they say it, all of that will tell you a lot about the message as well. Well, semantics can be applied to attraction too. What are the semantics of what you're leading with versus what someone gets to know about you as they get to know you more? Because those semantics will have a major effect on what you attract or whether you attract people or whether you attract the right people. This, there's semantics at play when a guy who's made a ton of money. Uh, I I rocked up to a doctor's office recently, and this was in LA. And for those of you that aren't aware of what LA can be like, um, 
there's a lot of doctors and dentists with pictures on the wall of famous people that have come to their surgeries or have come to their, you know, get their teeth done because that's like a status play in LA. And I remember going to this doctor and this doctor had a video playing in the lobby of them driving fancy cars and narcissist being, you know, just in these expensive suits and the whole thing was like a a beauty campaign and a look how much money I make campaign for this doctor. And what's funny about it is I immediately thought I'm, I don't know that I'm going to resonate with this doctor. I immediately thought this is so materialist. I'm in this place about something health wise. And yet this is so materialistic that I just don't know that I'm going to vibe with this person. And I had this immediate feeling upon showing up that I wanted to leave. Now, this doctor, by the way, was immensely qualified. So it's not like this doctor could... Well, yeah, it's... I mean, you can be a narcissist and also have very high intelligence. It's possible. Clearly, it's possible. Couldn't do the job that I was there for. But something about what this doctor was leading with made me want to run for the hills. Not the actual hills in LA, because that would be the wrong place to run to if I was trying to get away from all of that. But it, it immediately turned me off. The irony is when I met this doctor, he was lovely. I got on well with him. He was like a nice guy, very clued up, very informative, but I almost left because this is what this person led with. And I thought, well, what's interesting is perhaps the sort of client that he's trying to attract values this sort of thing, right? So perhaps the doctor himself wasn't even that way. He just understood that that's what the client wants and that's what he that's what he had to do for his business. That's that's also possible. Interesting. Thought, you know what this isn't these aren't my values. So that's to me is a semantic problem. They're not leading with how astute they are or how much they care about the customer, they're leading with, look how much money I've made as a doctor. In attraction, there are many different examples of that. One of the examples is when we lead with how many different impressive things there are about us. Let me lead with how much I've achieved. Let me lead with how high status I am. Let me lead with the fact that I'm a homeowner or that I graduated from a great university, um, that I have a high-flying career. Let me lead with these things. And then we create a semantic problem because you're saying I'm also very feminine, kind, and fun to be around. But, and I'm not, I don't know you, so I don't know to what extent this is happening, but I could imagine a world where people are seeing up front these things that aren't those. What they're seeing is all of these ways that you're sort of outwardly impressive, but not the femininity, the kindness that you're generally fun. There you go. You said people that know you describe you as alpha. That tells me something about disaster. 
Wait. So the people that know you describe you as alpha. So what does that mean? Okay. So in 2023, we have this thing, the myth of the alpha female. Okay. So there is such a thing as an alpha female. There is, guys. There is. But it's not an alpha male with with lady parts. And that's what they portray it as, right? So that's what they, they say that it is. So we, we all know what an alpha male is at this point, I hope. Tall, strong, fit, confident, uh, successful, making six figures, has good friends, you know, has a network of men that respect him and, and value his value and so on. That's an alpha male. And then there's the alpha female, which is the female equivalent. So an alpha male is the kind of man that other men want to be and other women want to be with. An alpha female is the kind of girl that all women want to be and all men want to be with. So who is that? Well, why do we have a makeup industry that makes billions of dollars? Well, there's a reason because an alpha female has youth right? So she's 18 to 23. She's physically fit. She's cooperative. She's submissive. She's bedroom fund loyal. She has an end count of zero. You see, these are like ideals, right? Most men are not the ideal alpha male. Most women are not the ideal alpha female, right? Comes from a good family, isn't sketchy, doesn't do illicit substances, all of that. She's like, what you think of when you think of the girl next door, but She's also a 9 or a 9.5 or a 10 out of 10 in looks, which is, of course, you know, 10 out of 10 in looks is impossible, but you get what I'm saying. That would be the girl that all women want to be and all men want to be with. All men want to marry an 18 to 23-year-old virgin who comes from a good family, isn't sketchy, is fit, feminine, cooperative, doesn't have children, is pleasant, gets on his program. Now... Whether that's possible or not, whether that's findable or not, well, you know, that that can be debated. But an alpha female, as defined in 2023, is not that. So it's exactly what I called at the beginning of the video. You remember when I said she became the man that she wanted to be with and that's why she's single. Because if a man wanted to be with a man, he would be with a man. That's the problem here. What you're putting forward. So if we reverse the semantics and said, okay, I'm going to be feminine and kind and fun to be around. Yep. That's my first priority yep. when I meet someone. That would be nice. And I'm going to... Not being alpha, quote unquote, as a girl. Let my success sneak up on them. I even... There are people in my life who are way smarter than me, and I feel really smart when I talk to them. Which means they're truly smart because they know how to bring out that in you, which means that they understand exactly your level and they're matching it. Very smart. And not only are they smart, that also means that they have high emotional intelligence, right? They're able to relate to you and make you feel like you're included, it's actually not an easy thing to do. Because they're not leading with their smarts. Right, exactly. They're leading with their curiosity and their interest in me. Right, right, right. And they're smarter than me. Right. 
but they make me feel smart because they don't lead with how smart they are. They wear their own intelligence lightly, but they're excited about hearing what I have to say. That's, that is, to me, that's a different level of mastery than yep. just being intelligent. It's semantics. Have you weaponized these things that you think make you impressive? And that's what you lead with. That's the problem. She probably leads with, I'm a boss, babe. I'm strong and independent. I don't need no man. Look at what I've achieved. Look at all the money I make. Look at how great I am. Look at how much better I am than you. And the guy's are like, why am I in a rocket measuring contest with a person that doesn't even have a rocket? Why am I fighting with you and I've been, I've just met you? Why would I continue to associate with a person that has so such a lack of self-awareness that they would blast me with all their accomplishments to start and expect me to be not only impressed, but to worship them and treat them like I should want them? And does that need to be moved to later so that that stuff sneaks up on people and your deeper values, your personality, the things that make you really pleasant to be around, those are the things that announce themselves loudly when someone meets you. And by the way, this isn't something that I would be saying to a woman and not a man. This to me is a non-gendered point. I'd be saying this to anybody uh, who came to me. I think it's part of what makes us likable in life. Yep. That would be the smart way to do it, right? Don't be an alpha female and expect to get these great results because obviously that's not going to work. All right. Let's end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications, drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, Tom M, and Bobby. Shoutouts to you, most recent Patreon follower. Thank you. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. Shoutouts to Curry Kid, most recent purchaser of Strategist Guide to Seduction. Thank you. My Patreon can be found at patreon.com slash the Helios blog. Share this video. You want to support me on the podcast, just click the description box on the podcast. Scroll down to support the show and you can find it there. The Buzzsprout link. All right. Thank you so much for listening, especially if you listen to the end. I really do appreciate it. Take care of yourselves. And I'll see you next time.